my, un my understanding of state capture is that it was facilitated, first of all, by the massive complicity of international financial and other institutions, global corporates and foreign governments. But that if you look at what happened, whether it was the dismembering of the South African Revenue Service, the uh, way in which the National Prosecuting Authority was turned from pursuing uh, high crime to neglecting a lot of crime, the same was true of the Hawks and other forms of the security and police services, the way in which the state-owned enterprises were uh, looted uh, by those who were in control of the country at the time, principally under former President Zuma, uh, and uh, the different business associates that he had, principally the Gupta brothers, whether it was ESCOM or whether it was uh, South African Airways or Transnet, this amounted to a complete comprehensive pic picture of state capture by corrupt criminality. And it's that which uh, I understand uh, to have happened in South Africa and have um, uh, observed and researched myself. And I've had the assistance of experts in the field, much greater expertise than I could possibly have uh, of the way the international financial system works. And it's to them that I thank uh, for the way that this submission was able to be drafted and then uh, submitted to you. Well, part one, Chair, is the international actors, the banks, the professional enablers, which I will describe, the corporates, and then governments, the states. Part two is uh, remedial measures, recommendations that I'm making for your consideration uh, in the Commission of reforms that are needed in the way the banks operate, the way uh, corporates operate, uh, and about information sharing, transparency, self-policing, and I go through a whole series of recommendations for you to consider. What I describe here is the way that financial crime threatens the prosperity and stability of us all, individual citizens, governments, uh, and communities, and that criminals launder vast sums of illicit funds every year, transforming their ill-gotten gains uh, to uh, seemingly legitimate assets. It's estimated, Chair, that around 5% of global gross domestic product, global wealth, or US dollars 2 trillion is laundered every, uh, each and every year. This is a huge sum, which dwarfs by far uh, the national budgets of countries like South Africa. So this is a, a, a systematic picture of international crime. Uh, and often, as I think we saw in South Africa, the domestic regulatory mechanisms are unable to curb this uh, free-flowing money laundering and international crime. And what it does is, particularly in developing countries, keeps um, people in abject poverty. So this is not just something done by bankers and experts and financiers, with the assistance often of lawyers and accountants and other professional enablers. It is actually robbing people of their national wealth and, stop it and, and uh, keeping them in complete poverty. So it's, it's a problem that has a direct impact on the questions of social justice and equality, which are very live issues in, in South Africa today. Yes, Chair, this goes to the heart of what I hope uh, will be of value to the Commission, which is my concern that um, global action 
and global cooperation is needed if this problem is to be dealt with and uh, prevented in the future and resolved uh, is in respect to the past because there needs to be much better global action and coordination from a range of stakeholders from governments to businesses to banks and non-governmental organizations and without this I think that the state capture of South Africa or in, an, in another country could happen again and the South African Treasury would not be able to recover the billions that have been looted and laundered abroad or passported elsewhere and this has all been done not sort of by private individuals but with the assistance uh, uh, of the international banking system uh, and that's and, and corporates that work alongside them and that will continue unhindered and undeterred unless action is taken and that's really my focus uh, uh, for this um, submission. So, Chair, my um, focus is not so much on the domestic changes that are needed in South Africa, though I do, um, I do touch on that. My, my plea is for the international community to fully acknowledge its own role in this uh, sorry and sordid uh, saga uh, in the way that international actors played a crucial function in the capture of the state. For example, it was international actors who helped and continue to help corrupt individuals to enjoy the spoils of their illegality by allowing them to move their ill-gotten gains from South Africa and then sometimes, as in the Estina dairy farm scandal, back into South Africa undetected. This is all through the international financial and banking system. It couldn't have happened otherwise, otherwise and, uh, and, and it was not detected. And it was international actors who helped corrupt individuals here in South Africa create complex structures uh, of corporate structures dis disguising the true ownership of funds, the true ownership of funds, and complicating the tracing uh, of those stolen funds whilst earning fat fees uh, from that looting. It was international actors that have also provided refuge for these corrupt individuals and the means to continue to uh, pursue their activities through less regulated economies. 